What's up, everybody, and welcome back. I still have some resistance recording these for some reason, but every time I start recording, I, I feel a lot better. So, definitely going to keep going. But today, I want to talk about social media addiction. And I want to tell you a story about why I quit and why I'm back on. So, I was born in 2000. That makes me a, a Gen Z person. I probably said that like three three times by now. But when I was around 12, 13 or so, that's when social media was really kicking off. And man, I was such a secure person back then. I wanted to be just like all the other kids. I wanted to dress the same way, talk the same way. And whatever you have, you know, I think most children experience that to some extent. So I begged my mom for an iPod. I eventually got one, and I get on Instagram, and it's pretty cool for the first five or six months. It's like you're in school, but longer, and you're only talking to your friends. You talk with each other, share memes, funny stuff, inappropriate stuff, and it's great. People seem to actually be interested in what others are doing, and there was a lot of meeting new people in a genuine way on Instagram in the beginning and all the other social media. But for me, after about a year or so, I started to feel really shitty. I don't know what, how else to put it. Instagram was no longer enjoyable. It was just a thing I was doing to boost my ego. I would try to post at the right time to make sure I get the most likes that I could. And when I didn't get as many likes as I usually get, I would get frustrated and felt rejected. I started posting on a specific time to make sure I get the most likes as I could. I was also posting stuff that I thought was going to get the most attention, like funny memes and stuff, because that, that was the thing back then. I was so hooked on Instagram that <laughs> I even tried to hack Instagram to change the amount of followers I had, what I did was I jailbroke my iPod and I did some stuff that was not very ethical <laughs> and I kind of got it to work, but not really. I had it set up to where you would look at my account and it would ha I would have thousands and thousands of followers, but it was only on my screen and I took a screenshot of it and I posted it on my Instagram. I was like, wow, thanks to all these people <laughs> for following me and stuff. It's been It's been a great ride and all that. And the people who were following me, they couldn't actually see that number. It was only on my account. And I told them, like, your, your thing must be broken. You got to refresh and stuff. <laughs> I also tried a lot of other unethical things unrelated to Instagram, which thankfully didn't didn't work out or I would be, maybe I would be a criminal now. <laughs> I'm not sure if what I experienced is the common thing. I hear people talk about social media addiction all the time. And I'm not sure if my experiences line up with theirs or yours, if you're listening. But anyways, I get to 14 years old. I've been on Instagram for a little over a year. And I just get so mad and frustrated and disappointed and I felt shameful. And right then, I was as I was thinking, thinking to myself, I just deleted everything, got off of Instagram... I think I was on Twitter at the time, too. And kick. 
I was still on YouTube, but I don't really consider YouTube uh, a social media platform. I consider it more of like modern day TV. But I get off of Instagram and wherever else that I'm on. And I take almost, it's been almost 10 years. And I'm just now getting back into the social media game. I wish I had some cool lessons to share or some valuable insight. But I honestly did not learn anything. (laughs) I didn't learn why I was addicted. Why I was seeking validation from all these people who I now don't remember their names. And I just pretty much replaced that addiction with other things like video games and explicit videos. I know I know you know what I'm talking about. And now that I'm back on, I haven't po- been posting anything yet. But I've been like following the people that I aspire to be like in some way. Or people who are changing the world and stuff like that. And that feeling is already back. I recently joined some Facebook groups. And whenever I post, I get that 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 pull to like check likes and see comments and get people's reaction to whatever I just posted. That stuff is strong, man. And up to this point, I thought that it was a me problem that maybe I'm just deficient in some way and that that if I became more self aware of everything that drives me and motivates me and if I get my act together and pick up some real hobbies and set some real goals that I would not be still drawn to that feeling of checking for likes and seeking validation from random people in Facebook groups or anywhere on social media. But that is not the case. The reason that I'm back on social media in the first place is that I realize that it's still a great place for changing people's lives, for putting your message out there. And I do believe that I can be a force of good. I just haven't figured out exactly how I'm going to do it. But I know social media is definitely going to be a part of it because, let's be real, it's not going anywhere. It's not going to get any smaller. It's actually going to get even more powerful in the next few years. Content is going to get more immersive, more personal, more realistic to the point where we, some people will choose to be in the social media online world in preference to the real world. And that's already the case for millions of people. But I expect it to get worse. Anyway, back to the subject. I don't want to go too far on the tangent. So I know social media is going to definitely play a part in whichever direction I choose to go. So I might as well start using social media instead of being used by social media. I'm sure you heard that saying. It's kind of corny at this point, but... It's definitely still true. I've noticed something, and I'm not sure if you have noticed this as well, but that the biggest producers of social media, think about the biggest accounts you follow. I would bet a ton of money that they don't consume as much as they produce. It's kind of like living below your means and saving more than you spend or earning more than you spend. Or you can say it's like eating the amount of calories that you need instead of under-exercising or overeating, which leads to health issues, of course. The producers and the consumers live in totally complete different worlds. This podcast is kind of rambly, but it is what it is. I plan on following the post and go strategy 
If you haven't heard what that is, it's basically you create your content, you put it all, you put it out, and then you get off. <laughs> you get off social media. I don't think I will ever keep Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or whatever else I'm at on my phone as part of my strategy also. The moral of the story, I guess, or of this podcast is that social media is freaking addictive, man. And if you're going to use it, you might as well be a producer and produce more than you consume so that you can get your messages out there and hopefully change some lives. That's all I got to say. Maybe you found something good out of this. I don't even know if I found something good out of this. I still got a lot to learn about myself and how to communicate. I'm sure it's still all over the place for y'all, but we're going to get through it, man. I'll see you next time. Peace out.